Empire. Deal back to Hachimura. Um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assist for me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know, the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue. One guy took his in another guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful. It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What's up, is mine? We're not going to be fucking sunk this year with the Stanley Cup champions! This podcast is all over social media, so follow us on Twitter at Beltway Bro Pod, Instagram at Beltway underscore sports underscore bros underscore podcast. Also, the Facebook group, just search Beltway Sports Bros Podcast. And you can also find us at BeltwaySportsBros.com. There's a podcast player right on the front page. If someone you know doesn't want to or know how to download a podcast app or even knows what a podcast is, just tell them to go to the website and hit play. Simple as that. Thank you for joining us today. We are the Beltway Sports Bros. I'm Matt Vizana, and as always, my brother, Noel. Real quick, check us out on the DC Podcast, a new local app with hundreds of options in local news and health, all covering the DMV region. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of Empire shows as well as... All the other great content. Also, I'm going to beg and plead on this one yet again until you finally do it. Help us out with this and, and rate, review, and subscribe. It's 100% free. To subscribe doesn't cost you a thing. If you like us, which if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you do. You like me at least. Noel, probably not. I mean, that's debatable. But give us a five-star rating and a quick review, and that's all you got to do. And just keep on listening. You know, that's it. Not asking for much here. Shouldn't they give the ratings that they want to give? So you're just no, basically only saying five they should stars. automatically just click on five. They don't even need to fucking listen to it. Just click five. Five stars. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just just be a sheep. Uber, take a guy, five stars before you even get in the damn cab or whatever the well, hell they call Well, they're not paying them. for anything with this, Noel. I'm paying <laughs> with my true. soul with this. So <laughs> Five-star soul. <laughs> How's uh, everything going? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, man. <clears throat> it's been a tough week. It really has. And I'm, I'm glad that it's over. And cap it off with the show should be a fun one. Yeah, it absolutely should. And it's been, it's been, <laughs> I thought you were talking, but yeah, I mean, it's um been a long week for me. I actually got a new job. Congrats! Thank Congrats. you. All, all the training and the videos and the this and the that. So it's summertime, right? One thing I'm excited about. I already mentioned the Euro starting up. Mm-hmm. But there's more shows coming out. It's not like the old days when we were kids where basically summer was dead. Everything was repeats, remember? Oh, it was as horrible. soon as school let out, it was awful. I mean, there was nothing on TV. Stick Stickly on Nickelodeon. <laughs> That's about yeah, it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I mean, it's all year round. Netflix has new shows, this and that. So I know I'm cool to everybody. Nah, not And to I me. know everybody thinks I'm the shit. Nope. Not but at all. I am a little bit of a like a sci-fi geek and I do like comics and superheroes and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I'm kind of pretty impressive at it. Not like Matthew's friends, but you know, my friends are the, yeah, they're the one (laughs) I can hold my own. So, Hey, a new He-Man show's coming out on Netflix, Uh, right? A new He-Man show. But I guess I'm not as woke as I thought because apparently the show is going to be He-Man, but he's only in like the first episode. And then it's like Tila and her girlfriend. What? Yeah. 
Apparently that's the rumor. He's in like a, he makes an appearance at the beginning of the show. I have the power. And that's then he said, thank you, sir. We're woke now. Hashtag. And then Tila takes over the show hand in hand with her battling girlfriend, apparently. And maybe he shows up at the end to fight Skeletor. I don't know. But these are my childhood things. And it just bothers me over these shows that we've been having and comics that have been coming out that's like all this woke culture. Just, I'm a meat and potatoes guy. You know, just give me what I like. But this one, Matt, I'm getting to this. Mm -hmm. This takes the fucking cake. Okay. (laughs) I've lost He-Man, apparently. I've lost fucking Redskins. And now... I don't know if anybody knows. You probably don't know who she is. Amelia Clark. Uh, Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Daenerys Targaryen. Sure. Yeah. The mother of dragons. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There I you know. go. You're so fucking weak, man, that you haven't seen Game of Thrones. It's I've pretty I've seen pathetic. three episodes. Three episodes. You're definitely not. Mom is so disappointed in you. Well, I'm a disappointing person. But anyway, you know? I digress. Okay. She's making a comic book. Cool. Okay. Um, she's one of the editors and writers and illustrators. It's called mom. Mm M O M. That's how you spell mom. Yeah. Mother of madness. Okay. Check it out. Everyone. You won't guess in your wildest fucking dreams how this woman gains her powers. Matt, take a stab at it. Um, she, she was forced to have a C-section instead of a natural birth. I have no fucking idea. That is idea. a good effort. A damn good effort. It's about there. Really? She gains okay. them from her fucking period. Yeah, that's good. Fight crime or whatever. She's done with men and how they treat her like shit. So all of a sudden, one day she's having her situation and realizes that she has gained immense powers. When she's on her period, she's scared. She becomes invisible. When she's mad, she has super strength. All in that weak period, I guess. This is what we've come to. This is it. Is that like Captain Planet? He just comes around (laughs) once in a while? I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, really, guys? This is female empowerment now. This is what we're at. I just Man. don't understand. I am woman. Hear me roar. No, I, I guess. I mean, this is Peggy really Bundy said it best. This is really like I was never allowed in comics. It's a man's industry. So you know what I'm going to do? Fuck it. I'm going to kick the door in with a woman that has a fucking period. I think it's a pretty solid comic book. I, I think I might get it. When does it come out? July 21st, all, everyone. <laughs> you know, the yeah, Jesus. Christ. I was just reading comic shit. You know, E3's coming out. Comic Con. And this is one of the ones that are on there. Thank you, Miss Targaryen. You destroyed the last season of Game of Thrones, and now you've destroyed fucking comic books. Well done. Thanks, Mom. Anything else uh, that you'd like to get off your chest here? No, I think that's pretty solid. When I have to talk about women's periods, I think that's pretty much about as bottom as it gets. What's up? It's Mike Jones from the Football Jones Podcast. I know you're enjoying your time with the Beltway Sports Bros, but once you're done, I wanted to invite you to come over and check out my podcast. Each week... We take a deep dive into some of the most pressing topics around the NFL. High-profile guests from the coach, player, and front office ranks, as well as the top league insiders. Check out the Football Jones Podcast, another fine product brought to you by Empire Media. 
Sick of competing against thousands of professional bettors with algorithms? What about spending all day analyzing salary caps and lineups using other daily fantasy sites? Then you should try Monkey Knife Fight. Amazing name, by the way. I've used most, if not all the other sites, and trust me, I just stop because I don't have time to put all that work in. MKF is easy to play. MKF offers all of the major sports plus UFC, golf, esports, soccer, college basketball, NASCAR. You can pretty much bet on anything your little heart desires. MKF offers fun contests that are super easy to play. For example, there's a game called More or Less. Simply pick more or less on different player props. Think Patrick Mahomes. Will he go over his 288.5 yard number? Select more. Think Lamar Jackson. Will he stay under his 212.5 yard number? Select less. Get both right and win. Simple, right? We're getting old. The less we have to think about, the better. I've been using this site personally for the last few months, and it's so user-friendly. And honestly, it's made me actually care about what happened in, for example, the Rockets Magic game the other night. Quite possibly the least interesting game in the NBA this year. So go to monkeyknifefight.com and use our promo code BELTWAY, and you get a free $5 game just for signing up. No strings attached, I promise. You also get a first-time depositor bonus, which they cover 100%. Deposit $10, you get $10 free. Deposit $100, you get $100 free. This offer is not going to last long, so tap the link in the episode description and sign up. Again, using our promo code BELTWAY. So easy, even a drunk monkey could do it. Well, (laughs) let's move on to another controversial topic then, I guess. Um, (laughs) Speaking of the (laughs) Washington football team, who had their final day of mandatory minicamp on Thursday. There's a lot of news uh, from the beat reporters, you know, great catches, amazing performances. They're depth, they're fast, they're this, they're that. But, you know, this is the Beltway Sports Bros podcast, and we just can't bypass the insane comments that Montez Sweat said to the media on Wednesday regarding COVID-19 vaccines and his interesting viewpoints on it. To catch you up, if you missed it, Ron Rivera told reporters in his media session on Tuesday that the players aren't even 50% vaccinated at this point, below 50%. I mean, when I heard that... That was enough for me. That was enough for me right there. I'm like, are you kidding me? These guys are like first in line. They may be, but apparently there's a comfort level that isn't there. Unbelievable. But it's uh, become such a problem that they brought in a Harvard immunologist to educate the players to hopefully ease any concerns that they may have with the vaccine. But back to sweat. He was asked a seemingly harmless question regarding the organization trying to educate the players on the COVID-19 vaccines. And this is what he had to say. Hey, Montes, what do you make of the way that the team is bringing in like vaccine experts and stuff to encourage people to get vaccinated? Like what, um, what do you kind of make of all that? I'm not a fan of it. I'm, uh, I probably won't, won't get vaccinated until, until, uh, got more facts and all that type of stuff, but no, I'm not a fan of it at all. What is your hesitation with getting the vaccine? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I mean, I haven't, I haven't caught, uh, I haven't caught COVID yet, so I don't mean I don't see me treating the I don't I don't see me treating COVID until I actually get COVID. So there you go, Noel. <laughs> Man, I, I guess he's just gonna wait till he gets COVID. Well, that's the only obvious explanation is to just only react to it when you get the virus, right? I guess. <laughs> I mean. At this point in time, what other information do you need? Do you want to see if like half the population drops dead from it? If just like all of a sudden it becomes like the walking fucking dead (laughs) and we just all start becoming zombies? Like, what are you waiting for exactly? He doesn't want it. Don't feel comfortable. No, no. He didn't say he doesn't want it. 
He yeah, said he's right. he waiting to that. see if more information is going to come out. What else do you need? What litmus test at this point do you need, Mr. Sweat, in order to decide that you need it? Yeah. I want to know his reasoning for not getting it. Well, I don't think you're going to get any reasoning from anything if you heard the rest of his press conference. I mean, that, that was, was the longest he spoke. That was. He got kind of like at the edge of his seat on that one. The other one's like, meh, I don't care. You know, working on everything. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like Okay, so you want more information on the topic. Rivera does that. He brings in a fucking person from Harvard yeah. to teach you about it, but you need more. I don't understand. I can't wrap my head around, and I cannot believe he ain't the only one apparently on Washington because half of them haven't gotten it yet. They're not the only ones in the country or the world, for that matter. No, I mean, no, it's, it's... absolutely. I mean, when you have to give away gift cards and fucking donuts. The states are doing the, the million-dollar winners. A million dollars. I guess I'm a sucker then. I guess I should have written it out and said, when I get COVID, I'll get the shot. Now, do you get it on the same day? Like, to enhance your COVID? Because everybody knows that's what you're getting, you fucking idiots. <laughs> well, um, we can continue that discussion in a second, but I wanted to... Uh, Apologize. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. So, on Thursday, <laughs> Rivera was asked about Sweat's thoughts on the vaccine, and uh, this was his response. Uh, yesterday, Montez basically saying um, he's not really comfortable, pretty, pretty open, Um are you concerned about maybe this, I, I wouldn't call it a divide, but some people feel one way in the locker room and some people feel the other way? Well, I mean, it is, but the thing that, uh, as, as long as everybody respects each other's opinions and thoughts on it, um, there really isn't an issue, to be honest with you. Um, and that's what we have to do. I mean, everybody has a choice to make, and, 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 and if that's his opinion and that's his choice, then we respect it and we move on from that. I mean, you know, we that's probably one of the bigger problems I think we have right now is that not everybody's respecting each other's thoughts and, and opinions and not letting people make their own decisions. You know, Montez spoke for himself and himself only, and that's his decision. And hey, you know what? I respect it. How much of a competitive disadvantage will this football team be at if you don't get your 50% higher in terms of vaccination in that locker room? Well, the disadvantage be, will only be created if uh, if we break the protocols. And, and, and if that's what we're going to have to do is live with the protocols, then we'll do it. We did it last year. We'll do it again this year. Um, we're going to follow the rules. We're going to do it the right way. Um, you know, would I like them to get vaccinated? Yes. And, and, and I think it's important. But again, guys, you know what? Uh, each person has to make their own decisions for themselves and what they think is best. So at that point, you know, we, we live with it. Uh, we'll live with the situation and circumstances. You know, a really quick follow-up to what you just said. You want them to get vaccinated, but you have to find that balance, Ron, of not forcing them because, as you said, it's their choice. So how do you find that balance? Well, I mean, again, you, you, have, to, you have to appeal to them. Um, you have to give them reasons why. You have to try and help educate them as much as possible so they understand and get comfortable uh, more so than anything else. That's how you do it. Um, you know, it, 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 to me, it does no good to, to, to fight with people. Um, you know, again, we're, 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 you know, we're all entitled to our opinions and our, and our free thoughts. You know, what else is the guy supposed to say? A man's going to make his own decisions, right? At the end of the day, these guys are big boys and whether they're stupid or not, they're on his football team, but I'm tired of this respect opinion shit. This isn't opinion based. These are black and white issues. Wear your mask, get your fucking vaccine. 
All right. I'm tired of everybody's entitled to their opinion shit. Well, your opinion sucks. Okay. I don't need to grace your presence with an opinion like this. If you came up to me and said the sky was polka dot, it's not okay for me to have to say, well, everybody's entitled to their fucking opinion. No, you're wrong. That's it. Well, and if we're talking about the team as a whole, I mean, if 50% of them, hopefully that'll rise after the Harvard professor or whatever uh, kind of explain to them. But this is a, this is just being uneducated. And the problem is, and we talked about this before, you're going to see people, the majority of people that, let's be honest, that the uneducated ones are the ones that are not, some will go blindly and do it and not know anything about it. And others are just going to be like, it's my decision. I don't have to. And not going into it at all and not knowing anything about it and why they're even not doing it. No, I completely agree. It's okay to do your homework. I'm not going to be the first one on a roller coaster that just came out, okay? I'm not going to be the first one in line when a roller coaster debuts. I'm going to see a few people go on it first to see if they live. Well, We're months deep now, Yeah. okay? We're deep into it at this point. Every research and everything has been done ad nauseum. All the research is out there. Read a fucking article. All these people have to say is that don't take it as, well, I don't trust what's written. I don't trust their motivations. I don't trust this. I don't trust that. So what? Now we have to trust you to do the right thing, though. Right. I don't get this double standard shit. It's your decision, but it's affecting other people who are making the proper decision. And that's the problem. And yeah, you said the roller coaster thing. 302 million doses have been administered. The percentage of people that are getting sick or dying from this vaccine pills in comparison to anything 3.5 million people died because of covid worldwide it is to protect each other and that's another problem i could get on my soapbox about people in this country not giving a shit about one another that's not a selling point you know the president gets up there and says care about each other nobody fucking cares about each other nobody yeah, gives there's a no shit. empathy in this country at all if no. it doesn't affect you fuck them and people are proud to say that unfortunately absolutely and, and look, there's other countries out there that are begging for it. Yeah. And we're giving away donuts for people to take it. And it's just obscene. We have too many options in this country. We're gluttonous, serious obesity problems, so on and so forth. That's what you get when you're the richest, most powerful country. You have people that are going to do or have their own opinions on things. We're not a political show, but shit like this, when you're a professional football player And Rivera brings somebody in, and he straight up says, I don't like it, but I want to know more research. Well, that's why he brought that person in for you, okay? You know what you know. You know you're not going to take it. You're going to have – for me personally, and you know I'm a right fighter, Matt. I always have been since I was little. I just Mm -hmm. need to know what makes these fools tick. Why? Not – I don't know. Well, that's what they literally just did. Yeah. There's an immunologist from Harvard – that right. just spoke to you, but that's not good enough for you either. You know what he was probably doing in that in that meeting? He had his arms crossed, rolling his eyes the whole time. You know, this bullshit. Yeah. And that's the problem. You think you're smarter than the Harvard guy? Montez, go ahead. Yeah. I promise you, you're not, first of all. And second of all, he talked about this COVID thing. Well, if I don't get it, you know, I, I won't act until I get it or whatever the hell he said. And yeah, he's probably not going to die. Well, let's talk about it personally. If you're not going to worry about other people or your teammates, for that matter, there are long-term effects of this thing. And it's being proven because of more and more data that's coming out. People that don't even have any COVID symptoms, 
there's long-term effects from a lot of them. Lung damage, heart issues, cognitive issues. And this is becoming more and more prevalent. And on top of that, you're fucking over your teammates and yourself because if this guy thinks he's going to go out to a bar without a mask and then he gets sick, hands it off to everybody else, what do you do then? We can sit here and try to rational, go through all the parameters all day long, Matt. They're going to do it how they want to do it. They've been doing it with the mask situation, and it's going to continue on. They're riding it out for whatever reason. I mean, who knows with sweat? He had that rumored heart condition, and that's why he dropped in the draft. Maybe he has no faith in the system at this point. God only knows. Yeah, and that's a good point. Like, we, like we've said before, with cousins and guys like that, hey, Jesus take the wheel, I guess is their mentality. So... That's just how it's going to be. I hope it doesn't create a mess with Washington. That's all I really care about when it comes to the football team at this point. Just don't fuck around with my football team because of your stupidity. Well, and not just him. I mean, if there's if there's a real divide on this team based off this, a team that they're sitting in 90%, they have a serious disadvantage on that. And the point that they have to bring in this person to explain to these idiots why it's okay to take this I don't know what it is league-wide, but that's concerning. When I heard that this person was coming in, and I heard that 50%, I'm like, what? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, like I said, it's not something we're going to resolve today, but just the stupidity of the comments and the mentality that people have, especially on this football team, that you've already gone through this year of having to be at home. You already have a coach that had cancer, so on and so forth. There's been so much turmoil with this football team over the last year. You would think you would just want to take one more thing off of your plate. You would think. Uh, Anyway, they're going to do what they want to do. Well, on the positive side, I did hear some interviews with other players that hadn't gotten the uh, vaccine. And after hearing the Harvard immunologist, they said, that all makes sense. And I'm going to go ahead and get it now. So... Sweck might be on an island by himself, but I don't know what's going on with these fucking defensive ends on uh, the Washington football team. Something in the water over there, but just, I know, man. just get to the goddamn quarterback on game day. Yeah, just get to the season already. Let these guys <laughs> just go at the, after the quarterback because I can't deal with this shit anymore. Who's next? Terry McLaurin, God forbid. Uh, like all of a sudden I, I he think comes- we're safe with him. I think we're <laughs> I safe with him. I'm pretty confident in that the one. The only stupid shit that I want to hear in the offseason is fucking like Fitzpatrick doing his dumb antics and having a bug in his beard. Cicada, no. And I got to deal with fools talking about COVID. Huh? A cicada. Yeah, the big cicada. Uh, whatever. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on in celebration of Montez Sweat's ingenious statement this week. We thought it only made sense to do the top five this week on most idiotic athlete statements. Kind of speaks for itself. <laughs> Thank you for the inspiration, Montez. Yeah, you know. Appreciate it. We were mulling it over hard on what uh, what we were going to do. And I was like, well, I mean, there's other stupid athletes out there and stupid people. So why not go for it, right? There, there's a plethora of quotes, etc. that we can use. Yeah. And um, I think we got some pretty good ones here. You ready to get started? Let's do this thing. All right. What's your number five? All right, so my number five is uh, a quote from Pete Incaviglia, former uh, Texas Ranger outfielder. Mm -hmm. He was defending the fact that players in baseball are not overpaid. And this is what his reasonings were. He says, people think we make three, four million dollars a year. They don't realize that most of us only make (laughs) 500,000. Man. (laughs) Good defense. Yeah. Good defense. That's painful. I mean, I guess in the grain scheme of things, yes, that's low for a baseball player, but shut the hell up, man. 
How dare you? So feel bad for him, I guess. You're like talking to some geek intern like in the locker room. He's asking you questions probably because maybe there was a labor dispute or how much money he was making at the time. This geek's doing it for for probably for free. <laughs> right. And you're, t- <laughs> and you're talking to him just about making $500,000. I know it's all relative, but still, read the room, man. Nobody has sympathy for guys that say shit like that. No. Nobody. You're not going to win anybody over or make them feel bad for you. And you think that they would be kind of understanding because, you know, when they were going through AAA ball or double A, I mean, they, they make, you want to talk about peanuts, they can't even live on that money. And then, you know, they lose sight, $500,000. I guess after taxes, it's like, you know, 280 or something. Yeah, it's a pretty livable wage, I would say. Uh, hey, man, uh, kids got to eat. Yeah, I got one of those later <laughs> on, but it's... Uh, <laughs> But really, I mean, you say that with a straight face. After it comes out of your mouth, $500,000, like you're talking about it like it's chump change. You have to, I don't care how much you make, you still know that $500,000 is a lot of money. Just because you're a millionaire or whatever, and especially where some of these guys came from, whether it be, you know, the Dominican Republic off the streets or wherever, Puerto Rico, wherever they are. And just because now they're making $15 million a year or whatever it is, they still know that $500,000 a year is a shitload of money. Uh, you, they, haven't, they haven't just... You forget where you came from very quickly when you make that kind of money, I think. Well, steal $500,000 from them and see if they don't think that that's a lot of money. Yeah, that'll cause a little dent, I would say. But um, <laughs> all right. So my number five is Ozzy Guillen. If anybody remembers this, he used to be the manager of the Miami Marlins. He was asked in a Time Magazine interview in 2012 uh, about Fidel Castro, you know, the former Cuban dictator. He said, quote, I love Fidel Castro. I respect Fidel Castro. You know why? A lot of people have wanted to kill Fidel Castro for the last six years. But that motherfucker is still here. <laughs> what an odd statement. <laughs> So, um, I mean, doubling down with the motherfucker, too. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of Cubans that play and, and enjoy the sport as well. Not very happy with him, as you can imagine. And uh, no shit. <laughs> old Fidel, his reign of terror uh, was over them for quite some time. But um, he actually, Ozzy Guillen, apologized for his comments and uh, was even suspended for five games for uh, his comments on that as well by the team. So he had just become the manager of the Miami Marlins. Yeah, he was, he was I just mean, trying to did he, he, knew think? he was in miami he knew that there were a lot of cubans there and he thought he was kind of endearing himself to the cuban population down there i guess didn't go so did well he forget <laughs> why they were in miami at that point well oh my gosh people are so dumb yeah, i mean who doesn't I mean, like a nice just raft show ride uh, over to, to the good old united states you know <laughs> but there you go so that's uh, number five so what's your number four Noel? my number four i'm continuing on with the baseball theme here this is from uh brunson okay. arroyo he was traded to the reds And he's relating it to this when he found out. It's one of those scenarios you feel will never happen to you. Nobody thinks they're going to be the one, whatever, to get in a car wreck, to have their, you know, their kids killed in a plane crash, whatever. You don't think those things are going to happen to you. And I didn't think it would happen to me. This is because he got traded? This is because he fucking got traded to the That's Reds. That's a pretty relatable statement, I would think. It was a tragic event in his life. If that is the worst thing that ever happened to you is to get traded to another baseball team, to the point that you have to relate it to kids dying in a car wreck or plane crash, getting cancer or whatever it is, 
man, you're living a damn good life, well, that's son. Kind of, you that's really kind of are. my point. They forget very quickly. Yeah. You know, I guarantee he came from a you know a, a dirt hole from wherever he's from, and you know he comes over here probably making twenty million dollars a year, wherever the hell it is, guaranteed, and he gets shipped to another team. Is it really that bad? I mean, seriously. It could be a lot worse. And to relate it to children dying in a car wreck, I think is a bit excessive. I mean, I could be excessive and exaggerate. I think everybody knows that. But I'm not going to relate anything to uh, some major tragedy in life. Yeah, there's worse things. Even I have my limitations. Uh, sometimes. But uh, all right. So my number four <laughs> is Latrell Sprewell. He's, he's been known to say some dumb shit in his day. Spree! <laughs> you know, choking coaches and things of that nature. But... In the 2003-2004 season, uh, Latrell Sprewell, you know, he tried to work out a contract extension with the Timberwolves. That was a solid team, right? Timberwolves back then, they made it to the uh, Western Conference Finals. So, Sprewell's contract came up, and he turned out a three-year, $21 million offer, and it kind of insulted him. He said, quote, I have a family to feed. If the team owner, Glenn Taylor, wants to see my family fed, he better cough up some money. Otherwise, you're going to see these kids on one of those Sally Struthers commercials soon. <laughs> Sally Struthers might be uh, uh, you know, a little outdated for some that are listening, but... It's one of those feed the yeah. children Yeah, she's a lovely woman. Uh, she's just, just one of the hell. She's one of those... It's one of those type of shows where they put like the two kids on them, and then the cameras go off like, get get them off, off of me. Them. Like, the intern hands are a wipe to like cleanse her hands from the disgusting children that were just on her. Right. And then theme of the 500,000, this is even worse. I mean, 21 million for three years, that's a pretty good living. But but yeah. he did have a good year. Forget what the pay scale was back then in, in 03, 04. But to complain that you're going to be taking food off your kid's plate, I mean, maybe he has a lot of children. I'm not going <laughs> to... I don't want to assume anything. But, um, you know, I think that he had a $1.5 million yacht. So I guess he had to make sure that you know that was fully staffed and the, the spree was doing just fine yeah. he was doing just fine um hey contract disputes happen all the time let the agents iron it out whatever but you got to go to this guy to eat like he, they're taking food off this plate. give me a break man shut up nobody has sympathy for athletes when it comes to a shitload of money they don't all right you cannot relate to the simple man well, yeah. it's okay you used to be simple at one point in your life but once you get to that point and then you start complaining with seven and eight figures, you're in a different plane, man. Nobody wants to hear about it. Nobody. He thought he was being relatable by that. You know, he's like working at, at Wendy's. You know, if you lose your job there, th yeah, probably. But good for Spreewell, though. I hope he's doing well these days. I'm sure he's doing I'm sure well. he, uh, he saved his money and spent it wisely. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Noel, what's your number three? Number three. Now we're getting down to some nitty gritty here. This is from the... Uh, the legendary coach, Bobby Knight. Oh, um, yes. This guy, you could probably make a top five on him alone, this fool. <laughs> I never liked him. I always thought he was an asshole. But this one, when I found this one, I was like, holy shit, man. This one's got to go on. To hell with the chair throwing crap. <laughs> this is for real. Or him like yelling at a kid for not calling him Mr. Knight. I have a little respect. Um, this one is, yeah, getting off topic for just a sure. second. You know, this Mr. Snyder shit's got to go. Oh, you finally have agreed to this. No, I always did. Mm. I think it's hilarious <laughs> and stupid, but in the way that who gives a shit. But Rivera is a grown goddamn man. Isn't he older than Snyder? I think I he don't is. Know. It's close. Whatever. They're close enough in age that 
This man doesn't need to be calling anybody Mr. Except if he wants to call, like, his dad. Yeah, he should be Mr. Snyder. You know, that's fine. You can start off maybe a conversation. Hello, Mr. Snyder. Uh, call me Dan. Call me Dan, man. You know, wouldn't that... I mean, not even not even in the confines of the office. Like, all right, outside. But when you're in my office and you're sitting in front of me, bitch, you're going to call me Mr. Snyder. No, this guy, Daniel Snyder, could be on his yacht somewhere. Doesn't even hear the press conference. They're still calling this guy Mr. Snyder. It's insane. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, shows what kind of person he is. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I told you he's a piece, but it's just very <laughs> weird. Anyway. Go ahead. What's your number three? All right. <laughs> so going to other idiots. As usual, I went off the rails there, but I'm back. Welcome so back. Bobby Knight had an interview with Connie Chung. Anybody remembers Connie Chung? Go Terps. Yeah. Old Connie. Her and Maury. Beautiful yeah. couple. Knight was asked how he dealt with stress, which he felt the need to equate to rape. Uh, yeah, I can see so that. So here it is. I think that if rape is inevitable, relax and enjoy it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Said Knight. So that was the first part. And he probably saw Connie Chung's face. I haven't seen the footage. And he was like, "Um, even for him, the narcissistic asshole that he is realized, oh, shit. This is a bit much. (laughs) So then uh, Knight tried to backpedal on it by saying, that's just an old term. That you're going to use an old term, yeah. That's that's just a normal thing. Yeah, that yeah. People just say. rape, you know. Yeah. Hey, just Enjoy go it. with it, man. <laughs> just go with it. Go out there and freaking just go cut the grass. It's like rape. You know, <laughs> you like, just do it. It's just like a standard thing that people say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, just deal a term, with it. like rape. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, back in the day, like gay was happy. You know, so <laughs> rape means to accept your fate, I guess. So the rest of it. After he decided that it's just a term that people use, I don't know what this means, but the plane's down, so you have no control over it. I'm not talking about that, about the act of rape. Don't misinterpret me there. But what I'm talking about this, something happens to you, so you have to handle it now. So basically, I think interpreting this moron is he's saying, look, whatever it is, just get it on. Even if it's rape. And that's how we handle stress, which is a very strange way. What does one thing have to do with the other? So basically, he's saying like, if there's a stressful situation, just accept it. If you know you can't fight it, just treat it like rape. There you go. It it makes total sense to me. Just give in to the process. Just give in. All right. Well, let's move on to my number three. idiot. (laughs) My God. And my number three is uh, Toronto Maple Leafs goaltender Jonathan Bernier. But this happened back December 2014. So Bernier was asked about his thoughts on the Nobel Peace Prize winner, Nelson Mandela. And uh, he referenced oh, no. his athletic career, which apparently he had <laughs> quite the career. Bernier said, quote, he is one of the most known athletes in the world and a lot of impact in any kind of sport that he did. Even playing hockey, everyone knows him from being the type of person he was off the ice and on the ice. (laughs) It's unfortunate that he passed away a year ago, but you know, he changed a lot while he was with us. He's a tremendous guy. Keeping in mind, he was attending a charity event honoring Nelson Mandela. That is so awesome. (laughs) I mean, if you're in the crowd and you're hearing this, imagine, Matthew, imagine the two of us are sitting in the crowd, right? 
and we're listening to this dude up there. First, I don't know who the fuck you are anyway, but we're right. just sitting in the crowd and, and it's an honor event for Nelson Mandela. And he starts talking as a hockey player. The faces in the crowd. <laughs> he was like, how do you go to this event, this charity event, honoring this man and know nothing about him? Or at least thinking that you knew something about him. Does the first thing that pop in your head is it is a hockey player? Did he think just because he's a hockey player, automatically he's going to a hockey event? That's yeah, just all he I does. Mean, hey, you're bringing a hockey player. We're good. To, we're talking hockey. Here. <laughs> right. Exactly. What a dipshit. What a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, Google the fucking name, man. It was 2014. Google's there. Yeah, 2014. Hell yeah. You can Google anything. <laughs> Shit, man. And that's oh. what we're talking about. Just read something. The sweat thing, whatever it is, my God, you humiliate yourself in front of everybody. One of the the most known people on the face of the earth. <laughs> incredible. Absolutely incredible. Oh, my God. That is so awesome. <laughs> How do you think when he got off to thank you and um, thank you for having me? You're like, <laughs> one, people are looking around to see who the first person that's going to clap is. It must have just been shocking. That was so awesome. That was a good one. So what's your number two, Noel? My number two, and I've I've hinted at this one before. I went off about the COVID thing, and I, I can't wrap my head around that because it makes no goddamn sense. But this one, Kyrie Irving. Ah, the flat earther. I would be a hypocrite. I would be a flat earther if I didn't put this one on my list. Yes, absolutely. I would have no credibility at all. But this fool, and I've never really quoted him before, but here we go. He's got a few. He's interviewed at some point about this shit, and he decides to just go off about it. Can you openly admit that you know the Earth is constitutionally round? Decided to add that in for credibility or something like, oh, big word. Went to Duke, you know, he knows his stuff. He said, like, you know that for sure. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Here's a little bit more for you. For what I've known for many years... And what I've been taught is that the earth is round. Mm -hmm. But if you really think about it from a landscape of the way we travel, the way we move, and the fact that you can really think of us rotating around the sun and all the planets align, rotating in specific dates, being perpendicular with what's going on with these planets. (laughs) Yeah, those crazy balls that are out there, you (laughs) fucking idiot. And stuff like this, like really, like it's unfathomable that you could, that this could transfer. Look at all this shit that's out there. How's that even possible? How does he explain, you know, astronauts looking at the planet and it's round? He doesn't think that space travel has happened, Matt. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a government conspiracy. His defense was, and I don't have that quote, but I was looking at it, is that Shit has gone up, but not come back in the past, like going to the moon and shit. How do we know that they went to the moon? But getting back to the flat earther thing, Hmm. okay? The funny thing is that a lot of these guys defend faith, right? Yeah. And they talk about things that they can't see. Well, unless they've seen Jesus in a fucking taco, (laughs) they haven't seen that either. They have faith on it. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden they're going to use their eyes on something scientifically based that you can fucking see. (laughs) Hey, idiot, here's a plan for anybody that's a flat earther. And I know you all don't listen to this damn show. I would hope not. But if you do, stop listening to it right after you listen to this part. (laughs) Okay. Here's a little test that you can do for yourselves, morons, to know that the world is round. 
I'm giving you a little Bill Nye bullshit here. Go to a flat location before a sunset. Mm-hmm. Stand in point A. When you see the sun below the horizon where you can't see it anymore, move to a different location a little bit at higher ground. Get a fucking step stool. If you can see the sun again, that means it's fucking round. <laughs> because if it were flat, it would just drop off. <laughs> it's a simple fucking process. It's round, fools. And for me to have to say this to someone in 2021 and to have to say it like I'm defending realism here, COVID, whatever it is. Science. How can you argue with it? But they find a way to. Oh, my God. And speaking of religious beliefs, um, my number two is uh, Carl Everett. He's the former Red Sox star. And he was known for his very deep religious beliefs. So in 2000, uh, he was interviewed with uh, Sports Illustrated. Everett explained uh, why he doesn't believe that dinosaurs are real. Ready for this one, Noel? (laughs) I can't. I just can't do this anymore. This is what he said. Quote, God created the sun, the stars, the heavens, and the earth, and then made Adam and Eve. The Bible never says anything about dinosaurs. Well, I wonder why. That was my part, anyway. (laughs) He says... You can't say there were dinosaurs when you never saw them. Somebody actually saw Adam and Eve eating apples. No one ever saw a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And uh, a little bonus information here. Everett also said he believed dinosaur bones were made by men. So what do you say to that? You can't argue with a crazy person. And, and you mentioned the faith thing, right? So you're trying to tell me that somebody saw actually saw Adam and Eve eating apples, right? But weren't they the first two on Earth? Created by God. So God saw them. But then you're also saying that no one ever saw dinosaurs. So you're saying that you're supposed to have faith that Adam and Eve are there, but you're not supposed to have faith that dinosaurs are there when you have scientific evidence of them being there. But dinosaur bones are man-made, so it's all a wash anyway. They could also do it like they did that fucking amusement park wherever the hell it is and say that dinosaurs were around, but they just weren't discussed in the, in, in the doctrine. Right. I mean, That's a good we could point. go down this rabbit hole all day long. You can't argue with stupidity. And I've tried too many times and I've lost my voice way too many times to deal with it. But to see it so matter-of-factly, mm-hmm. that's what bothers me is the tone like, I'm the idiot. Like the Montez Sweat thing, going back to that, the way he was saying it was like, nope, (laughs) not happening, idiots. If you want to put needles in your body and drop dead and eat your daughter's brain (laughs) because it infected you in some way, that's your business, but you're stupid. That's what bothers me is when stupid people try to fucking like have the upper hand. That's what bothers me. Doesn't it just feel like this shit has gotten worse? Yeah, because stupid people are empowered. I mean, it's a lot of it. It's the internet. It's it. it their shit has been justified by groups of people, whether it be uh, flat earthers or whatever it is. This shit that they're creating with the anti-vaxxers and the Jenny McCarthy's of the world come out and say that your kid is going to, you know, grow a fucking third testicle if they get a vaccine it's just ridiculous matt there's too much misinformation out there and people are stupid enough to believe it thanks al gore for creating the internet (laughs) our number one is the same we've discussed this when it's too good it's too good was oh so if you guys remember john rocker he was a pitcher for the atlanta braves i believe right 
And um, he did a 1999 interview with uh, Sports Illustrated. And he was asked if he would ever consider playing in New York. This is a good one. Quote, I would retire first. It's the most hectic, nerve-wracking city. Imagine having to take the 7 train to the ballpark looking like you're riding through Beirut next to some, <laughs> next to some kid with purple hair next to some queer with AIDS. Jesus. Right next to some dude who just got out of jail for the fourth time. Right next to some 20-year-old mom with four kids. It's depressing. The biggest thing I don't like about New York are the foreigners. You know, he had to continue after that. I, I'm telling you, doubling down, man. <laughs> just let it out there, Mr. Rocker. Let it out. He said, I'm not a very big fan of foreigners. You can walk an entire block in Times Square and not hear anybody speaking English. Asians and Koreans and Vietnamese and Indians and Russians and Spanish people and everything up there. How the hell do they get in this country? There you go. My God. There it is. He was made for this list. That quote, I mean, he really thought about it. He was just going off and... He covered pretty much about everything you possibly could. So I said, hey, he went down every demographic. I mean, he didn't hold back. He had disease. He had sexual preference. Races. What else did he have in there? Oh, uh, foreigners. Yeah, yeah. Demographic. What do you think about uh, the wall debate? You think that he um, was was for that or against it? <laughs> I'd venture to say that he is. He might be working down there. Who knows? All the funding is stopped to the wall, but he's the last one who's yeah, actually the last still man building. Standing. Sitting in his fucking golf cart, like strolling the line. <laughs> fucking moron. That guy's like, people nuts. Are so st- and the thing is, we're like we were talking about, Matt. These guys have a voice. Yeah. They have a voice. And people listen to it. This is the type of shit that our people are reading. This is a guy's an idiot. But back in 1999, people knew he was an idiot. Oh, absolutely. Today, there'd be people that were backing him up. I promise oh, yeah. you that. Maybe like 50% of the country who aren't getting vaccines. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. A lot of that 50%, believe me, they're right with them. I'm going to venture to say that this guy wasn't a mask wearer and probably hasn't gotten his vaccine yet. You think? Yeah. I'm going to go with it. Well, I think that's a pretty solid uh, <laughs> thought there. Not and- to stereotype, but I'm going to venture to say that. No, no, we don't I'm going to venture here. to say that he was on that side. And just for the record, believe whatever you want to believe. If you don't think dinosaurs are real, that's fine. Just don't go out there and tell people that actually have some kind of intelligence that we're the idiots. Because the reality is, I don't care what people believe, but don't let it affect the people around you. And I think that's the biggest problem here that everybody has in in this country. And it's a shame. It really is. And I hope it gets better one day, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. Again, if you think this shit on some of these levels, even the, the harshest ones to the dumbest ones. I mean, the money ones who gives a damn about, you're just an idiot. But if you wholeheartedly believe in some of the things that Rocker does, shut the fuck up and go someplace else. America, love it or leave it. Damn right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. We're on all major podcast platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you like this show, please share it on social media. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook group, and our website, BeltwaySportsBros.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on Monday.